Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the worst fucking podcast you've ever heard. Both mics. Yay! Applause! Applause! Yay! Welcome! Hey. Welcome to both mics, everybody. Hey guys, both mics is a show about nothing and everything. Over there is Mike Slavka. And over there is Mike Taylor, and together we're both Mikes. Yes, we are. Welcome to show number 113 of Both Mikes Heard Everywhere. You can hear a podcast, or even places where you can't hear a podcast. Uh, we are live every Friday night, but today, due to technical difficulties, we've kind of changed up our our routine. You know, our OCD is, is spazzing out because we are here live on a Saturday afternoon. High noon. Um, find us also on YouTube, Facebook, bothmikes.com, where you can also check out our merchandise page, get some Both Mikes swag, and be cool like us. So, how's things, Mr. Safka? How, how's your day? Better than your, your night? Yes. Night? Yeah. Well, the night was late doing all the uh, stuff I had to do, but uh, got it done, yeah. and we're here. So, yes, <coughs> big We are live <coughs> on the Both Mikes studio. Yes. Uh, yes. Just so. some minor rewiring of the entire studio. No big deal. Yeah. No, no, no problem. Yeah. You had some help, I'm sure. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How about you? <coughs> yard, yard work this morning. Yeah. Yeah. I had to get it done. You know, it's been neglected for about a month now. And the spring cleaning was only really like half done we have a bunch of trees in the backyard so we got the leaves up but we had a lot of uh a lot of branches that needed attention so i cut them down and the rest of the family is finishing up pulling the branches to the front we get a we get free branch pickup every week here in in fancy town wow yeah fancy town and uh i think we have something like that. that here but you know when 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 we uh, first first got here, we did some major cleanup. I got some other stuff, but I it's like five miles down the road to the landfill, and I just had to go in there and show them I lived where I live. And right, you know, I did one branch pull. You know, you you take the Y shaped branch and you put it in the bed of the truck first, cover the yep. entire and bed you put of the truck on top. Yeah, and then you just yep. pile everything on top, and you just pull that one that one branch, and everything comes mm-hmm. out. No, it must be a Jersey thing. I do that all the time, too. See, <laughs> or these are the valuable the life backyard. lessons you learn by watching and listening. Yeah, exactly. So. You know, it's a show about nothing and everything. <laughs> even even dragging it from the backyard to the front yard, I'll, I'll put it all on one the, the one big branch and just yes. pull. <clears throat> yep. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Well, so. this guy right here, I'm going to show you a picture of this guy, this astronaut here. Yeah. He's uh. He's breaking his silence about aliens and humanity. And, and humanity or and just aliens? Yeah. Okay. I, I guess we've good? been working together for quite some time. This is a this is a you know a this week article here. This is according to astronomy dot da 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 com, whatever it says there. Nice. Anyway. So not actually astronomy.com, which would be like a legitimate site. Yes, this it's is like a, astron- astronomy in your mother's basement.com. Yes, astronomy.cuocsongso24h.com. So it looks like it's. Yeah, which, which is code for I live in my mother's basement. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> this guy's Gordon Cooper. He's an aerospace engineer with one of the original seven astronauts of Project Mercury. He's wow. been quite frank about UFOs and, in fact, that the agency 
has played a huge role in the cover-up. The former physics professor of Princeton and NASA astronaut Dr. Brian O'Leary is another great example. He said, for years, there's abundant evidence that we've been contacted that alien civilizations from other worlds have been visiting us for a long time. Interesting. There's another guy here, Dr. Brian Mitchell, saying the same thing. (coughs) All these guys, doctors, astronauts, they're they're pretty much coming out and saying it. Well, these guys go crazy, too, at times. Let's see. What's this guy's name? Cooper? Something Cooper? Well, there's three guys that they're mentioning here. This guy's Gordon Cooper. Gordon Cooper. Gordon Gordon Chevrolet. No. Gordon Cooper. American. Here, here, I got it. I got an action photo with him and some some evidence here. Alright. Okay. Wait, here's another one. They didn't like this picture. They took a better selfie. There you go. Okay. Um Gordon Cooper, buddy? Yeah. He died died in 2004. Uh, yeah, but this is an article this week. I didn't say he was alive this week. That picture's probably okay. 20, 30 years old. <clears throat> I say Mercury. Yeah, I was like, that's before Apollo. Yeah. So, it's... like, that picture was not a recent picture. Yeah, I know. Okay. I yeah, didn't I'm say just... we were doing stuff like... I, this isn't the freaking USA Today read-through. The article. A, I, we could be talking about guess Ben what his Franklin. Nickname is. Guess what his nickname is? I don't know. Gordo. No. Oh, that's original. That's a good one. Gordo. Well, I can see Gordy, but Gordo. I used to call my. We used to call my old boss at the supermarket Gordo Ifeo, which is basically translates from Spanish to fat and ugly. Nice. And. <clears throat> And he had no idea that we were calling him fat and ugly. He's just Gordo Ifeo. <coughs> we had a, um, in the car business, That's... we had a guy who all of a sudden was dropped on us as one of our new bosses one day. And he was like, he, he looked a lot like Danny DeVito. Size, <laughs> shape. No. And he even had like a little waddle when he walked because of his hip nice. or his back or something. Right. So um, we used, we used to call him. Not to call him the penguin right in, right in his face, because we go, wah, 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 when we're talking about him and shit. Penguino? Hmm? He's called Penguino? No, no, no. Apparently, yeah, Spanish. apparently the penguin character in the Batman series, his uh, his real life name, like uh, Bruce, ah, okay. Bruce Wayne the is Batman, like... his real name is Oswald Cobblepot. So we called him Oswald Cobblepot. Now, the funny story is, is how he found out we were doing this. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I was looking for one of my co-workers, and I couldn't find him. So I asked Oswald Cobblepot, the penguin, Hey, you seen uh, John? And he says, uh, I'll call him. So he picks up his phone and calls him. And then he, he goes over to John's desk to see if there's a note on his desk or anything. And he's calling him, and John has left his phone on his desk. And as Oswald Cobblepot is calling him, a picture of the penguin comes up on John's phone, and it says (laughs) Oswald Cobblepot is calling. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, that was a great day. About throwing yourself under the bus. Yes, yes, that was awesome. That was awesome. Anyway, so you think we're uh, visited and uh, been 
I mean, we talk about this every week with the alien update and Musk and all these guys. So, um, obviously, these oh, pictures cool. and all this shit is all dress and stuff. So, yeah. what say you? Been, We've been visited. There are aliens. There's not. The guy's a Princeton. The guy's a Princeton professor. Come on, he's from Jersey. Yeah, gotta be true. Mm-hmm. I don't right. know. There's, you know, there's, there's too many plausible situations where we've had contact or something has come here. You know, so it's it's very possible, but you know whether they look like that, you know, little green men with the big eyes, I don't know. Well, there's got to be know. something to that. If every every description is about that, or do you think the initial description was about that and planted the seed for everyone else? I don't know, because you know, isn't there like cave drawings or Egyptian hieroglyphics that show like figures like this? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? Don't matter to me. They're not coming to my house yet. Maybe they've already been to your house and you don't know it. <laughs> Mike, you haven't come up yet. Yes. <laughs> I told you, you know, next time I cut the grass, you come on up. You can you gotta let you ride the mower. I'll whack the weeds. All right. Now we'll you know how we're up. always told not to look at the sun, you know, don't look into the sun, even during an eclipse. I look you don't... at my sons every day. Yes, like yes, yes. Well, even on that song yeah. about the uh, 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 blinded by the light. Yeah. Did you know? mom always said, "Don't look into the eye of the sun." Well, right. there's something to that here, and here's some video that's come across lately. Here, you see that little figure right there, that little box in the bottom right yeah. there. Is it Gordon Cooper? I'm. I'm. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna. Try to play this over again here. Oh, it was playing? I thought it was. It's a video. It's supposed to be playing. All right. Anyway, see that little box? That doesn't look like it goes there on the sun, right? It looks like it's leaving the sun. And if my video was working properly, it would actually, you'd actually see it departing the sun. Like it's come out of the sun, like like a box, like a little. Is it? Is it coming out perpendicular to the sun, or is it going to the side? It's coming out like at about 4 o'clock, like the angle. Like, it was in the sun, and it wasn't behind the sun. I got stuff like that coming up later. But this box came out of the sun. This is according to ScienceTimes.com, so this isn't Joe in his basement, okay? (laughs) The sister magazine to High Times. Right? A mystery black cube was momentarily seen coming from the sun before NASA's website had technical difficulties on live video, driving conspiracy theorists into a frenzy. Scott C. Waring, a self-described extraterrestrial specialist of the UFO Sightings Daily YouTube channel, slated that the NASA cover-up on a specific region of the sun and shut down for the website for maintenance. As soon as the black cube appeared. So he's showing you. Like I went back to get it. And I went back to pull it. And I put in the time and the date. And all this stuff. And it's like oh yeah we didn't have video then. But much like anything else. Once it goes up on the internet. It's it's public. What's the pay scale for an extraterrestrial specialist? I don't know. That's a good question. You don't know what the... (laughs) How do you how do you measure your level of success? Um, uh, finding stuff, not finding stuff. 
Oh. Someone once told me that at the end of the day, if you have enough money in your pocket for a six-pack, you're doing pretty good. You're, you're, you're ahead of the game. All right. Well, let me ask you this. Do you okay. think that th- things are done certain ways in certain times and by certain people because of certain reasons? Let me give you an example here. Okay. Well, I know. I better not give that example. Hang on. Let me edit myself here. Uh, let me think. All right. Stop that. Yes, right? <clears throat> For instance, do you think that it's possible that there is alien life and maybe even something to this thing coming out of the sun and maybe for our own protection. See, look at the video there. They're going to show you another one. For our own protection, they're not telling us certain things because we can't handle it. As a society, as a people, where we will go nuts. Everything we know about life could be could be told it's it's, it's wrong. It's possible. It's possible, but you know, for the the grand scheme of things, how can so many people keep a secret? You know, because people on their deathbed, why why wouldn't they give up the goods? You know. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. These people are all saying this stuff, so I I I think there's credibility to some of it, to most of it, probably. I think some of it's you know bullshit. Yeah, it's kind of kind of weird. Yeah, just you can just barely see it before they it cut off. it off. <laughs> You're like, oh, what's that? <laughs> Transformer. Yeah, or you know, is it is it is it doctored by the extraterrestrial specialist? I don't know. No, but you, you know, it's it's funny that it's that cube shape because there's a popular cartoon series on Adult Swim called uh, Rick and Morty. It's pretty funny, and they, they say that that's the way that interdimensional, interdimensional beings travel is through one of those cubes, and they had an episode with that. So it's pretty, it pretty crazy to me that you see stuff. You know, you, you see stuff years before it happens. Like, The Simpsons was famous for that, and, you know, it, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Maybe some of these aliens do look like <coughs> what we're being told and seen. Right. I need to figure out why my children are banging on the door. Give me a second. Yeah. While Mike's doing that, I'm going to bring us in with the alien update here. How about that? Being we've been talking about aliens, we might as well do my second favorite part of the show, and that, of course, is the alien update. And, of course, we had total silence on Alien Update because I had the sound potted down, so that was good. That was nice. We had 30 seconds of dead silence. Good job, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry about that. No, that's all right. You had had aliens at the door? Yeah. No, my my alien kids are at the door. My wife's outside, and the kids are inside, and they're like, what should we do? Well, let's bang on the door and bother Dad. Nice. Yeah. 
So I like it. My children are running around the house unsupervised right now. Nice. And the little one had a knife. Nice. Just kidding. All right. So alien update. Right, this on. is. You know what? I'm gonna play it again. How about how about I do that? So you get All to right, really appreciate it. <laughs> Here we go. That's a pretty good robot. He's a little bit of an alien, too, but I think he's mostly. He's an alien robot. You could be an alien robot, right? But not all robots are domestic. I computed the aliens. They are capable of sinister and dangerous acts. You weird alien man! Alright, so the alien update this is where we talk about people that are in the news. In regards to aliens, this is where we talk about. It's been, lately, it's been the Musk show, the Elon Musk show. Yes. Of course, we're talking about Musk, Bezos, Zuckerberg, Branson, Gates, all these guys that obviously are aliens or have had alien intervention to help them get where they are and help us further our society, culturally, socially, technology-wise, all this stuff. So, Elon Musk is in the news, of course. He's always in the news. And this guy, when he talks, people listen. Remember those E.F. Hutton commercials back in the day? When, yes. When he talks, they listen. Well, yeah. he's saying we're on a ticking time bomb. This okay. Is, according to Chimney.com, he's saying that, uh, yeah, this is it. It's reflexivity. And when this becomes reality, this is a bad thing. He's saying that... Uh, we're, we've been heading in one direction too long. We're about to have a correction here. And this, as he said this, let's see, this came out Friday, and the stock market was pretty much down a little bit yesterday. He just bought Twitter. Well, in the process of. Yeah. Anyway, he's saying we're heading for a recession. Well, that it's everything's reciprocal. Of course, eventually it'll happen. Um, E.F. Hutton was an American stock brokerage firm founded in 1904 by Edward Francis Hutton and his brother, Franklin Laws Hutton. Financial services, I guess at one point it went out of business and was revived in 2012, suspended operations in 2019, and has been revived with a new name called Kingswood Capital Market in 2021. Useless knowledge for everyone. <coughs> Continue. Well, they used to, you know, they, they used to have a commercial and it'd be a busy restaurant. There'd be 200 people in a yeah, restaurant yeah. and chatter, china clattering, people talking, people laughing, people eating, having a good time, orders being taken, you know, hustle and bustle of a restaurant. And the guy, then all of a sudden the guy at one table says, well, my broker is E.F. Hutton. And what E.F. Hutton says, and everybody stops, they get dead quiet and they yeah. all look at the guy, you know, that was, those are funny commercials. When I was a kid, I liked those commercials, man. I thought those were Yeah, funny. even though we had no idea what the frick it meant. Right, exactly. I was just like, I think it's funny. Everybody shut up. <clears throat> right. All right, so Musk is also in the news because his SpaceX capsule came down to Earth, bringing the four space station astronauts back to Earth. This is according to CBSNews.com, so this must be true. There's a... Uh, a good picture of uh, some splashdown activity here. This is them. It was the uh, evening when that happened there. I think this was in the Gulf. 
There's another shot there, infrared, with the seat of parachutes that look like rocks at the top there. Right, right. Is it, was this last night or Thursday night? Thursday. It's Thursday night, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it wasn't it wasn't from the capsule that went off yesterday morning. No, I have that coming up here in a second too. Yeah, I figured. Thirty-eight minute free fall. The capsule slammed into wow. the discernible atmosphere at nearly five miles per second, streaking above southern Mexico and out over the Gulf on a southwest to northeast trajectory, rapidly decelerating in a blaze of atmospheric friction. Eight minutes later, right on time, the crew dragons four main parachutes unfurled and fully inflated, lowering the capsule to a smooth splashdown at 12.43 a.m. to close out its maiden voyage. Why, with with, with math, why, why would they pick 12 o'clock in the morning to, to splash down? Is there an advantage to that? Is it just well, the yeah, window Well, yeah, it's dark out. It's cooler. Okay. No, I. You can see better it, too, right? It has nothing to do with that because if you think about this, th these capsules go on a free fall, so it's like dropping something from the Empire State Building and trying to hit a moving car underneath at a certain spot. You know, it, you right. you have okay. to do it at a certain time based on the speed, acceleration, reentry, right. atmospheric right. conditions, all that stuff. In other words, you have to be really fucking smart. That opportunity comes every day, so why why make it twelve o'clock in the morning? Not based make, on not... where you are floating around in infinite space around our planet. So you gotta take your current fixed position and then analyze where you're gonna be without any power. You're just dropping like a rock. And you got Correct. one shot at yeah. this. Right. Yeah. That's why. But why not make it the, the next loop around the earth, you know? I don't know. It just makes no sense. <coughs> We're going to put you up in you, you a capsule, do, Mike. You could do the same exact trajectory, but do it 12 hours later. Instead of leaving the space station at, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and landing at 12 o'clock at night, do it 2 o'clock at night and land 12 o'clock in the afternoon. I don't know. It's I, I, I understand what you're saying. I just think that uh, then you won't have, you know, it's like a lead-in. Like, we need a lead-in show. We need a show that's going to give us some more springboard. That's what they do in primetime on TV. They they stack shows right. so that people that are going to watch the 8 o'clock show may stick around for the 8.30 show. It has a good lead-in. Well, that's what they needed because the launch went up the next morning. So, some pictures from the launch. Uh, 5.42 a.m. Yep. Friday morning. There's a picture I just put up of what they call the SpaceX jellyfish cloud. Have you seen that? Have, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that saw the one picture. time. I thought it was crazy. I was like, what the hell is and that? They said looks... that? Yeah, they said that this this particular picture you're showing here on twitch.tv slash both mics um, was posted on Facebook on Thursday night. And they knew ahead of time that it was going to make this particular, you know, cloud formation or chemtrail as some people would call it well how so, did yeah. they know that i don't know <laughs> are I you saying they traveled in time mike oh <laughs> there's another but picture I, I think with them heading east and of course being just before sunrise you go farther up in the in the air you will catch the the sunlight so that's what happened here all right, so if, I, if I'm on an airplane and I jump in the air, 
I mean, we've been through these discussions. It's it's it it, it is what it is. You know, we there's vapor, there's water, there's all sorts of stuff in the air there. So maybe that's what yep. this is. Maybe yeah, they knew the launch time. Well, they knew the launch time. It was just a. How do they know that it was going to be a jellyfish cloud? Why not just like a straight cloud, like an airplane would take? I don't know. But cool nonetheless. Hey. Cool to live here. It's like being on vacation all the time. This is uh, this is actually I'm going back in a photo here. This photo here is actually that's actually this the the capsule. See, it's all burn up on the outside there. Yep, yep. They got a dude. They just took out. Well, they they say that the the rocket, the you know the re retrievable rocket, and the capsule itself, when it's coming down through space, it has the uh, those little rockets, you know, little little blasters. <clears throat> That's what makes the soot because the you know the soot goes up. Across the the rocket and across the capsule. That's why it leaves. I those thought marks. maybe coming back in the atmosphere would like actually have a a ball of heat around it. That's why the it heating the heating effect. Yeah. yeah. Damn. All cool. Right, let me clear some of these here. So they've made a somewhat of a discovery. I don't I don't know how they've discovered this or when, but. It's according to independent.co.uk. Moon soil can turn carbon dioxide into oxygen and could support life in space. Scientists explore a new possibility of supporting human life in space. The report published in the scientific journal Full found that the moon soil contained active compounds that can be used along with sunlight and carbon dioxide to produce water, oxygen, and fuel to support life on a moon base and enable further exploration of space. Okay. I want to know how so, we're just finding this out now. Right. That, that's one thing. <laughs> and, okay, so that happens... Every time, then you make a colony on the moon, and you start using the soil to produce oxygen, fuel, and water, and that will deplete the soil and eventually destroy the moon, which would eventually destroy the Earth because of it. There you go. Sounds like a sounds like a game plan. The carbon dioxide, <laughs> the carbon dioxide exhaled by exhaled by astronauts, will also be collected and combined with hydrogen from water electrolysis. The process will yield hydrocarbons such as methane, which can be used as fuel. According to, see, how come on the moon, on the moon, on the moon, when we're producing methane, we can use it for fuel, but we have 14 million cows farting here. The Earth is going to die. It's going to end in 10 years. Right. All those damn Taco Bells out there. Right. Anyway, I, I'm looking at this further, and this is according to uh, a team of scientists. That analyzed moon soil brought back from China's Chang'e Five spacecraft. So this is by the people who brought to you brought you the China virus. So take that into consideration. Right. All right. So we've talked about coals getting bought out. Who getting bought out? Oh yeah, coals. Yeah. Well, I put up a thing here. A, a science Walmart 
and Kohl's because, well, Walmart's not buying Kohl's. JCPenney's doing that, according to our last episode here. You can go back and find that, by the way, on uh, YouTube or on the website. Anyway, this is according to WJHG.com. Department of Justice, Walmart and Kohl's to pay collective $5.5 million in settlement for deceptive advertising. Walmart and Kohl's agree to pay the collective $5.5 million in penalties as part of a settlement in relating to accusations of deceptive advertising from these companies. Uh, yada, 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 yada. I'm trying to find some Examples more specifics. Or no? Yeah. The Should complaints say. also allege that... Okay, in file complaints, the government alleged that Walmart and Kohl's advertised products as made of bamboo when they were actually made of rayon and did not contain any bamboo fibers. Wow. The complaints also alleged that Walmart and Kohl's (coughs) made claims that their bamboo products were environmentally friendly and that Kohl's claimed these products were free of harmful chemicals. Rayon is produced using a chemical process that requires toxic chemicals and the emissions of pollutants. Nice. You can't say it's bamboo if it's plastic, I guess, huh? You you ever have, like, bamboo sheets? No. Yeah. I have, believe it or not, I'm wearing bamboo underwear today. Nice. Yes. There's a a place that's real popular with cruise ports called Caraloha, and your their big thing is uh everything is made of bamboo yeah. i got shirts socks underwear sheets you name it i'm surprised they, they let it. you back in a country with that stuff because don't they consider that like a natural product like you can't bring fruit back into the country or from the country somewhere right. else it's a, it's a textile it's not a not a fruit you know <clears throat> okay fair enough say. I'm listen yeah. to my argument now, okay? Okay. Hemp, is that a textile? Correct. Great, I can carry my weed on a plane with me. Okay. Within the limits of the law. I, I'm just saying. I'm just weird. I know you're just saying. But, you know, there, there's no law against bringing bamboo on board. I, now, I wonder if I could actually cut a piece of bamboo and bring that on board. In your underwear. You know, in, in my underwear. Yes. So, speaking of underwear, <laughs> I saw I saw a, a video yesterday. <clears throat> the kid in his twenties in the airport, and the uh, the drug sniffing dog is going crazy around him, like you know, pointing, like you know, check this guy out, check this guy out. So the cops come up to him, and the guy unbuttons his pants and pulls out this big long string of sausages, yeah. like you see in a cartoon, <laughs> and all the cops start laughing. meanwhile he's got 12 pounds of cocaine stuffed up his ass right exactly yeah look over here (laughs) all right so here's a sad story here be careful where you sunbathe okay okay this is according to foxla.com pinellas sheriff's office tight-lipped after deputy runs over a sunbather this happened at St. Pete Beach. The deputy ran yeah. over a 23-year-old woman who was reportedly lying on her back in the sand. It happened just after day. just hap- happened after 1 p.m. at 4450 Golf Boulevard, or behind that address, I should say, on the beach. The sheriff's office said the 58-year-old deputy was driving a fully marked Chevrolet Tahoe when it happened. 
The deputy was parked and taking and talking with pedestrians when he was dispatched to the location of a 911 hang-up. The deputy turned right from where he was parked, and that's when he ran the sunbather over. According to investigators, the front driver's side tire of the Tahoe at the woman's right side and upper back was damaged. She was taken to a hospital with non-life-threatening injuries and did not feel up to talking to reporters. A bystander who wished to remain anonymous took photos of a deputy standing over the woman as firefighters, rescue personnel, tended to the victim. This is, uh, you see that in the background? That's the Don Cesar back there on St. Pete. I was thinking if that was the Don Cesar, um, or Don Caesar. Um, yeah, paycheck, please. Checks, checks in the mail. Yeah, they're going to rename the beach after this woman. <laughs> yeah, just what she wants. Not too embarrassing. So do they get out and they do they spray paint like the body image on, you know, on the sand? Like they used to do chalk outline of the body in the street, you know? Yeah. Uh, why not? Well, uh, she didn't actually die, so probably not. Here's my deal. How come I can't drive my Tahoe on a beach, but the cops can at St. Pete? I mean, you could do it at Daytona, New Smyrna, you know, weather permitting right. and all that. But I don't remember seeing Tahoes on the beach at St. Peter Clearwater. Do you? On the sand? I've only been to I've been to Clearwater Beach once, and I don't recall uh, any vehicles on the beach, including cops. Now, here's the thing: it's it's very odd. How dumb can you be? In a Tahoe, you can't see what's around you easily, you know? So why are you driving the damn thing on the beach? And plus, if you're driving it on the beach, you should be driving it in, like, a corridor. Like, look at this. I see this picture you have up. I see, what, three different vehicles, probably all police, scattered. You know, there's no corridor. And if there is a corridor, they need to stay on it. And I'll bet you they're going to be changing some rules and regulations about this. And you can see probably four-wheelers, ATVs. That's what they should be on. Well, it's funny you say that because the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office has not responded to Fox 13's questions about whether it will review policies about driving full-size SUVs on the sand. The Sheriff's Office uses smaller ATVs on the beaches as well. That's what they should. Well, this guy's probably 58. If he's a cop in 58, he's probably a supervisor. So he probably gets to drive this Tahoe and run people over while the minions are out there on ATVs sweating our asses off. Maybe he's just taking in the sights on the beach, wants to see who's out there and what they look like. Well, he's on the clock. You know, there's no sightseeing on the clock. Well, just he, saying. He, he, he gets out there with the FBI badge, female body <laughs> inspector, you know, he's all, woo, he's got the tequila, he's ready to party. The, the local 69 t-shirt, no yes, muff too tough. Yes. <coughs> Don't hassle me, I'm local. Right. Uh, Big Johnson t-shirt. Yes. Yes. Uh, with the with the on his nose. He's got the upside down Florida logo that says local on the back of it. Salt life. <coughs> Salt life. Yeah. We used to get a kick out of that in San Antonio. Three miles, three hours from the beach and people have salt life. You know, they, they live the salt life three hours from the freaking beach. Well, according to... Uh, kind of ironic. According to bizjournals.com. Yeah. Universal, it's a train. Universal Studios, Universal Orlando is pledging land and investment in Sunrail Brightline Corridor. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't put up a bigger stink with Disney. 
So for people who don't know, um, in Florida, there's no public transportation besides buses, and they're trying to get a, a light rail. They got the with the Bright Line, what's the one called that goes through Orlando now for Something about 10 like years that. now? Light rail. So it comes from the, the northern suburbs. And then there's Bright rail. Line. Yeah, it comes from the... <coughs> comes from the, the the northern parts or northern suburbs of Orlando and it comes into Orlando and then I guess eventually that one's going to come down to the airport right maybe yeah I think, I think they have a train right now in South Florida that runs like West Palm to Miami maybe right and I think the idea is to hook Orlando Tampa Jacksonville and Miami all together by these trains which I'm good right. with that because maybe I can go catch a football game or a baseball game or a hockey game. Just jump on the train, you know. If you if you end up ever going down the B line, which is what everybody takes to Cocoa Beach and the Port Canaveral area, and you get to 95, you could see, and right by the airport, you could see where they're building this <coughs> this railroad. When we went on our last cruise out of there in October. We were able to see that they, they're building bridges and all that stuff, and the, the light rail is coming up from West Palm Beach. It's going to come up along 95, and then it's going to make a turn onto the B line or next to the B line and go to the Orlando International Airport, connecting Miami to the Orlando Airport. Uh, I think Miami Airport to <coughs> to the Orlando Airport, and then eventually it's going to be going farther west. And it's going to make a left and go to Disney, and then it's going to stop there. Eventually, it's going to go from Disney to Tampa. And then eventually it's going to go from the Port Canaveral area up to Jacksonville. And that's like 10 years down the road. Well, they're, but they're, yeah, that's you know, what Disney, they're saying here. They're, they're saying they're going to connect the airport, the convention center and Disney world yeah. on the local. So end I'm here. surprised. I'm surprised that universal didn't put up a bigger stink and, and, you know, demand that they get a piece of the action. And this is how they're getting a piece of the action. Well, yeah, they're, they're playing donating. ball. They're not. They're not talking shit about the state, and uh, they haven't <coughs> paid taxes in fifty-four years. But anyway, they're they're playing ball, and that's that's what we need. Now, I'm not gonna, you know, besmirk everything Disney's done for Florida and so forth. But after fifty-four years, dude, you gotta stop. Just stop. You know, yeah, you you've, you've had your financial benefits. I mean, Mike, if you were, if you didn't have to pay any tax whatsoever, even if you didn't file tax, I'm saying if they never took tax out of your check for the past 54 years, would your life be different? Yeah. Okay. There you go. That's where I'm at. Well, but the money that they would pay for taxes, they've paid for things that our taxes would go for, you know, infrastructure. Like, like how to get to their place to spend money? <laughs> they didn't build a road in Sanford. Um, so, yeah. Universal is with that new that new Nintendo land. What's that called? Extreme Universe? Epic Universe? Epic, yes. Epic. Yeah. So they're, they're taking a part of that property that they have, and they're donating it to the cause. And that's that's the millions of dollars they're they're putting in, and they're going to put a uh, train station there just west of the convention center. So it's like not even at the convention center; it's more at Universal. All right, so I'm than it is at the convention center. I'm reading through the minutiae here, and I'm beginning to see where the money is going. There's a Central Florida Commuter Rail Commission 
The people on the commission are Mayor Buddy Dyer, Council Chair Jeff Brower, and Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings. This is a cash grab is all it is on their part. Meanwhile, a proposed penny sales tax increase for transportation improvements in Orange County set to go on a ballot this November. So, they're getting paid yep. and they want everybody else to pay for it. It's kind of like the toll roads that they put up here years ago. Oh, we're just going to put the tolls up until the road's paid off, and then we're going to take down the tolls. It'll be free. Oh, well, now we need to maintain your road. Well, now we realize that the that the tolls are, is a cash cow, and we're using those monies elsewhere. So, yeah, no, stop. Yep. That's how it was in Jersey, you know? So yeah. When they... They started that BS down here. You know, people from Jersey and New York were like, "Yeah, we've been we've been through this one. This is this isn't our first rodeo." Have you been on you a Jersey they... Turnpike lately? Oh God, I can imagine what it costs. Well, not not just that, but you gotta you gotta like swerve and and uh, what do they call it? Serpentine to avoid the fucking potholes, man. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I moved to Florida, dude. It's amazing. Fucking crazy, dude. Let's see, New Jersey. <laughs> New Jersey Turnpike Tolls. Oh, they have a toll calculator. Let's see. You go from your type of vehicle. All right. Your type of vehicle, passenger vehicle, passenger vehicle, passenger vehicle. Hello, passenger vehicle. Location. Let's start at the Delaware, the Delaware Water Gap Bridge, exit number one. And let's go to exit 16. Which is all the way up by Newark Airport. Yes, Rowdy and, King. Yep. Uh, exit 18W, George Washington Bridge, Route 46. Actually, it's not as bad as I thought. Five bucks? $4.25. Yeah, it's not like going into New York where they charge you $12.50 on a bridge and they charge you like $28.25 to come back. Yeah, now, well, luckily. Like Lincoln Tunnel, Holland Tunnel, George Washington Bridge, and the Tappansy Bridge, which is now the Mario Cuomo Bridge. Oh, God. Um, <clears throat> they charge you to get into the city, but don't charge you to get out. <clears throat> All right, let's see. Toll for George Washington Bridge. Last time I was there, in 2013, it was $13 to get across. It's now $16 to get across. And if you use Easy Pass, $13.75 for peak time, $11.75 for off-peak time. That's amazing. When I was in high school and first got my driver's license, it was $3 to get across the George Washington Bridge. And then it went to $3.50. And it, like people were protesting, jumping off the bridge because of the 50 cent toll hike. 16 bucks. <coughs> now That's crazy. You combine, you compound that with the fact that gas is so much more, right? Everything else is so much more, which means your insurance is more. Your car costs more. Yeah, I remember if I walked to the top of my hill where I lived in, in New Jersey, got to the main road, the bus came by. I can go from literally 500 steps from my house to. Port Authority in Times Square for like $3.50, $3.25. And of course, that's each way. And we, we did that all the time. If we went to a concert at Madison Square Garden, didn't want to be driving or parking, screw that. 
we used to take the train, uh, not the train, the bus, and uh, party on the bus, get to the concert. Have you, uh, get... have, have you been on a bus lately in New York, Mike? God. No. In the, I don't think I ever took a bus in New York. I've taken the subway in New York. But the bus to New York, probably 1990. See, see, the thing I like about the subway in New York is, like, when you go to New Orleans... If you want to take in all the sights and smells of all the urine and shit in the street, you got to go into the French Quarter. Well, in New York, right. you could just go down to any subway station and it smells like shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Talking about <coughs> yeah, smelling like, like shit. This is a place. World. This is, guess what this is? Guess where this is? I don't know, bro. It's an artist rendering. This is a the concept about what they're trying to do at Epcot. Oh, is this Epcot? No. Yeah. Yeah. I had it right. Yeah. Check it out. <coughs> look at Epcot's <coughs> Mona-inspired <coughs> Journey of Water attraction. This is according to DisneyFoodBlog.com. They're going to have a water attraction, like a walkthrough. It's based on the movie Mona. I don't know that much about the movie Mona. I, may, I don't know if your kids have seen that or whatever. Moana? Here's the thing. Here, here, Here's my thing, okay? I've seen places like this. They're free. Downtown Atlanta. You know, the water shooting out of the ground and stuff like that. Yeah, but in, in Alabama and Georgia, those are, those are water parks. Yeah. That, you know, the local gypsies freaking bathe in. Right. I don't know, dude. I, I I guess they have to keep building, have to keep changing, and have to keep tweaking stuff and making it better and all this. And Epcot to, to and make it interesting. Well, yeah, Epcot and other places do need a redo. I mean, it's been like forty years. Well, I don't know if you've seen pictures of Epcot lately. The place is tore up. That yeah. whole future world is a mess, and they were supposed to have it done for the fiftieth anniversary, but. Uh, some some kind of uh, virus came through and fucked up everybody's life. Well, it is what it is. There, do they charge you less to get in because it's all screwed up and dug up? No, no, bro. You you know how it works. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's why I haven't gone back. I I like to go to Animal Kingdom. I haven't been to Animal Kingdom since 2010. So, the kids would like it too. So this is uh, this is pretty funny thing. I know we we're just talking about Disney. It's not really funny, but it is kind of funny. This is according to New York Post, and I don't know if you can really read and see that picture there. But oh. basically, I, I have questions about this whole thing. Okay, so there's a picture. It's a Disney souvenir photo, like on the log flume or whatever right. ride That's that Splash is. Splash Mountain. Okay, perfect. <coughs> You're waiting for the photo. This is a mom and her daughter in the front two seats of the car. There's eight. It's eight passengers in the car, okay? The front two are taken by mom, and daughter looks like she's probably four maybe in that picture. Four or five, I'm guessing. I don't know. The second row is her ex-husband and their nanny. 
Now, the ex-husband, mm-hmm. this is when they were married, and you could see the ex-husband and the nanny riding together, and they were kind of huddling. So she's going through photos, and she came across this one. She's She found out that the husband was cheating on her with the nanny, and as she's looking back at these photos and stuff, she's seeing all these signs that she had missed. Here's my question. Yeah. Why do you have a nanny when you have one kid? And why are you bringing the nanny to Disney World with you? That's the thing. Isn't that the happiest place on earth where you're going to spend time with your kid? Right. Yeah. No. Well, they, they had reservations at the hoop de Review, and they wouldn't want to bring the kid. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> so is the ex-husband, is that Joe Piscopo? Right. He, he I ended up, it says he here ended up uh, marrying his nanny. Disney World wasn't the happiest place on earth for one jilted ex-wife. Natalie, a single mom of two, the Disney Kingdom may have lost a bit of its magic after she discovered that her husband was cheating with one of their family's two au pairs. This she nice. had two of them. The slut nanny has since filed a restraining order against her livid former employer. Natalie's wayward ex-husband, however, has been lovely and remorseful since the breakup, she claimed. Now, this is where it gets funny because, these number one, do some research. Number two, if you're not going to do the research, at least don't insult my intelligence here. This is the next paragraph. We went to Disneyland in Orlando. Disneyland is not in Orlando. It's in California. Disney World is in Orlando, okay? So you don't have to tell me that you visited a place in L.A. that was really in Orlando, okay? You're, you're not doing anything. So they took the nanny with her to help with the kids. Oh, it says kids here, but I only saw one on the right. But the... The other one took, left in the stroller. <laughs> she was going <laughs> through old photos and came across more than one where they appeared to be a little too close in the picture. Yeah. I'm guessing the guy didn't realize that they took a picture. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. And with her in, her in front, who's looking? Natalie Don't claims ask. that the woman regularly sends her vile messages and has banned her from going to her old house to pick up her children or any personal belongings. So this guy, the wife's out and the nanny's in. Wow. Must be nice. You imagine making your life that difficult? No? No, it's crazy, dude. I'm not yeah. going to comment any further. <laughs> <laughs> so they had three adults watching one kid. I mean, I, I just... Yeah. You know, the husband probably put it out there. Honey, why don't we take the nanny with us and we can have some alone time on the vacation in Florida. You know, we'll, you know. And, and meanwhile, he's like, hey, I got this maid. I got the girlfriend and the wife on the same vacation. Right? Yeah. That must be tough. Yeah, it's not me talking. I'm just saying it's, you know. Number one, you are the victim. Number two, remorseful ex likely has realized grass not greener. Number three, she sounds like garbage. This is what people. So these are all the housewives who are sitting at home reading this shit online. And then, uh, yeah, that whore, that slut. Anyway, yeah. I tell people all the time, the only thing better than a than a a great marriage 
is a good divorce when you need one. Nice. Nice. Here's something you don't see every day. I'm still lazy. I don't have an intro. I don't have a tile. I don't have a card. I don't have anything for this. But we try to end the shows with something you don't see every day. And we are at about seven and a half minutes till we wrap up this train wreck here. And if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash both mics, we will be back with another show right after this. So don't go anywhere. But here's something you don't see every day, Mike. Now, this is a... A tweet from uh, Road and Track Magazine. That is my dream car. And dream car colors. Yes. And also a guitar that I know a certain lead singer from a certain Cheap Trick band plays. Okay. Who's that? Who? What? Robin Xander has a, a guitar painted those colors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So this is a picture of a Ford GT. This guy had just purchased his 2006 Heritage Edition $704,000 at Barrett-Jackson Auction last month. Well, he crashed it because he's unfamiliar with the manual transmission. And it's it's like in a well-to-do neighborhood, like on a sidewalk and in some branches. And it's in like four or five pieces here. Biff and Muffy there on the sidewalk. Coming from their, ten- their tennis engagement. Yeah. Wow. It- not a good situation there. How how are you buying? Okay, here's the thing. How are you buying a seven hundred and four thousand dollar car that you don't know how to drive, and you're taking it out for a drive? Exactly, exactly. And <clears throat> getting into a speed situation where you end up on the sidewalk. Well, yeah. he, he, here's my thing. What kind of manual transmission situation takes you off the road and onto the sidewalk and in a wreck? Exactly, exactly. I learned how to drive a manual transmission, a three-speed, my 69 Mustang, at 17 years old. Yeah, it's not I was that able hard. To do it. Yeah, well, it can be hard, but once you get the hang of it, it's easy-peasy. I if thought- I did it at 17, this adult who can afford a $700,000 car should be able to handle it. Well, here's, he, 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 here's what's you know happened. What? We, need, we need to maybe change the name of this, this particular segment to... People that need to be chased with a stick. I like it. I like it. Here's here's the thing. If you have $704,000 to spend on a car at Barrett-Jackson, you're probably telling people what to do. They're probably not telling you what to do. So people are probably standing around going, this motherfucker doesn't know how to drive this car. Watch this. You know, they're all waiting. Because nobody tells somebody that has that kind of money, no. You know, they just take your money. Unbelievable. I actually, the last Mustang cruise we went on in Texas before we moved here and back to Florida, um, somebody had a brand new Ford GT and it was uh, it was silver or like pewter, and unbelievable car, just a gorgeous car. And on top of it, it's a Ford, so you know I'm in. <laughs> Unreal, Unreal. It, classic car, classic color for that car, and. Uh, some people need to be chased with a stick. It's Dumbass. crazy, dude. I just I can't even imagine driving a seven hundred and four thousand dollar car, much less wrecking one. Yeah, I, I, I would be Little. sick. I I I couldn't. I I, I, I guess if you have seven hundred four thousand dollars to spend on a car, you have another seven hundred thousand to buy another one. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Plus, it's insured. You know. I, I doubt he did eighty percent damage to to a seven hundred thousand dollar car. What's your deductible What's, on that? Twenty, thirty grand. Let's see. What is the deductible? What's the insurance cost? 
and is it is it a five hundred dollar deductible? You know, is is his accident worth five hundred bucks to him? Who knows? I've taught my mom how to drive a stick. I taught really? my wife how to drive a stick. I taught my kids how to drive a stick. And you know how I taught them? I spent five minutes in the driveway, another five minutes on the side street, and then I said, 